This is part two of Eric Ries' tribute with the Brothers in Recovery with Brandon B. Happy Anthony. Drugs bring you further from God because they bring you into self and they bring you into ego, self-centeredness. They bring you into violence. They bring you into, into the need for more. And I don't feel the need for more after combo. I don't feel the need for more in meditation. I feel the need for less. I feel the wanting for less. And we'll talk about that a little bit down the podcast, but I wanted to really get on, get, get into content. Uh, you know, get into combo and get into the spiritual experience that I had, um, and and getting into conscious, conscious congruency. Heard that phrase this weekend: conscious congruency. My spirituality and my thoughts align with my actions. So if you if you regard yourself a healer, are your are your spiritual principles aligning with your actions? For me, I'll be honest. Sometimes they're not. You know. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, friends and family. Welcome to Sober is Dope, the podcast. I'm here with part two of our segment of Brothers in Recovery. This is a tribute to our late brother in recovery, Eric Riaz. We have the honor of having one of our fellow brothers in recovery, Brandon B. Happy Anthony, on the line. He's the founder of Recovery Road on Reddit and Santana's Fund. He is an amazing individual, and he inspires me. He told us that he is on his way to South Africa, and we're interested in hearing more. Brandon, what's up, brother? Welcome. What's up, man? It is always such a blessing to see you and to be seen, you know, to connect from a space of love. So first off, just thank you so much for holding this space. Um, You're welcome, brother. Yeah, man. And yeah, it's, uh, it's also, you know, I'm also holding space for the reality of why we're holding this space, you know, um, for our brother Eric Rias, um, who is another blessed individual who has so much life, so much light within him. Um, and yeah, hopefully we are just doing our very best to just honor and uh, really connect with some of his energy that is uh, still here and present with us. Yeah, man. You know, for me, it was like when we was all together, it was just like it was so promising. And he was like, I feel like the youngest one of us. um, uh, And it was just like, you know, sometimes you could kind of like deal with death and put things in a perspective. But for me, it's just. I'm proud of Eric for the sense that he just left a legacy, man. Like when I was looking at all of his stuff online, although it was in the beginning of stages, he touched so many people and it's a big loss, man. I hate you losing our brothers, man, at this point. And um, I'm sad in a way because he was, like I said, such a humble giant. So thanks for those words. 
Let me ask you, uh, you know, in perspective, how did you feel when you first heard about Eric's passing? Like, where were you? What was the energies? What was the vibe? You know, um, you know, being a hundred percent honest, um, you know, I don't, I'm going through a season right now where I'm losing quite a few people who've been around me, um, who all have a very similar stature, which is a very interesting thing to have to point out. But I've lost a lot of real big black men in my life, like men who just also had size as well as heart. Um, and, and so for me, it was, it felt like another one of my giants was toppling, you know, in a sense. Um, and really just starting to hold even more space for, you know, the gentleness that we have to be or the gentleness that we deserve to connect with, with some of our quote unquote giants. Um, cause yeah, I, I've been losing quite a few brothers who in the gym every day doing this, doing that, you know, look like Greek gods. Um, but yeah, you know, haven't been able to really talk about some of this mental part of it. So, um, it was definitely for me, just a really eye opening reality of how we could work on so much, um, and still be hurting in, in so many, uh, you know, impactful ways. Right, right. You know, when 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 I think of you, I think of happiness. You always have the smile. You have the word, you know, it's Brandon, be happy. The thing is, a lot of our brothers are out there and they're struggling and they're depressed and they're going through the motions and secrecy. And I think that's the theme when, on our first episode of Brothers of Recovery. When we were speaking to Chris, we was talking about just how people, whether they have a platform or not, tend to at a certain point in their recovery or journey, even if it's mental health and stuff, just not to connect or be honest with the people closest to them sometime about what they're really struggling with. And then you see the aftermath of people dying, whether it's, and again, um, full disclaimer, both Brandon and I don't really know any of the circumstances regarding Eric's death. We just generalizing it um, in the sense that, as brothers in recovery, we see a theme of just beautiful young men dying and it touches us. So, you know, from my experience on my end, a lot of the people on my end, it was mental health related. Um, a lot of it was addiction related, obviously, because I'm so close to the recovery podcast. What's your advice to anyone out there that may just be struggling and just don't know how to connect to anyone? It's a great question. So one thing that, you know, I try and, just uh, constantly reiterate to some people is that it's not Brandon be happy. It's actually Brandon be happy, right? And I know it sounds like oh. the exact same, but hear me out a little bit, right? Okay. Because okay. this is actually, it's, it's an intentional push or a motivation towards an action or a state, right? Um, so it's not that Brandon is always in a state of happiness. It's actually something that's trying to influence me to say, hey, Brandon, you could be happy in this moment, right? Wow. And I also, in that reality, I hold that happiness is just an outcome of the things that I'm investing in, right? So I'm never aiming for happiness, right? For me, I'm actually working on my gratitude, right? I'm working on my you know, grace for myself, um, my flexibility and my failures, right? And when I have those things, then I have the ability to be happy, 
right? Um, and so really when I'm talking or yeah, chatting with other brothers, it's letting them know like we're not stuck in the trying to be just one way. It's what we're trying to do is just allow ourselves to just be in a presence and do whatever it takes to be in that type of presence. So I don't hold myself to happiness. If I can't get my gratitude, I talk to other brothers about how to find gratitude. I do acts of gratitude, acts of service, but I, but I don't keep myself to just this idol or this like role model version of myself. I love that. And that leads us right into the next part is the archetypes that we build based on our platforms, those personas that we put out there, you know, pop sober is dope, pop, maybe the artist, Brandon, be happy. Right. And, you know, your platform, uh, my platform, sober is dope, our platform brothers in recovery. Once we have this public figure kind of like um, presence out there, I think, is a theme where I'm finding people with these platforms finding it more difficult to be vulnerable because they're in the public eye. And I think we're the people that's spitting the message, but we're also sometimes the people that's going to need more help because we have this kind of social expectation to just be good or be happy or be sober all the time, but we're still in recovery. And at any time we could fall from grace and be vulnerable, but we have to feel comfortable enough to share that with our colleagues, friends, and the people around us. So what's your thoughts on people with platforms and this, uh, you know, we're seeing people committing suicide. We're seeing people overdosing that has these platforms. And one of the questions we all ask, why did no one reach out to us? And is it the platform or what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that's such a, a beautiful question. I, I really appreciate the space for it because I, I think there's just such a reality that um, a lot of us end up being influenced by our platforms rather than being the influencer of our platform. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and we start responding to this is what they would want to see. Right. Rather than this is what I deserve to say. Wow. Right. Oh. Um, oh. And I, I understand that and I hold so much space for it. But at the end of the day, like I, I am not in this position because I was anybody else. Right. I, I'm not in this position because I had sober as dopes, you know, recovery journey. I'm here because I have mine. So I always deserve to speak on my journey. Right. And not respond to what I think sober as dopes journey is supposed to look like. Right. Um, so yeah, just reminding ourselves that man, to not be sculpted by anybody else but ourselves and our perfections, you know. Right. And also just like allow yourself to be vulnerable. Don't let your platform deny you access to help. All right, because um I see it a lot, you know. So it's like as if, you know, it's you know, I have a brother that was a priest. I used to see him have his human struggles and he'd be like, yo, I'm still a human, bro. Even though I'm a priest and I put on the robes, some days I still need to go see a priest or it's like the psychiatrist needing to go see the therapist at the same time. And just be open to help. The whole point of our platforms are we are open so people out there that are struggling can feel the freedom to connect with us before the worst happens. So. Yeah. Uh, what's going on with you? Uh, you know, uh, what's going on? You said you're going to South Africa. Tell us about that and tell us what's going on with you now. Man, I, I can't lie, man. I, I'm definitely living a life I could have never imagined, you know, uh, as the old timers in AA always used to tell me, you know. Um, but they were right, you know. Honestly, man, I just came from doing uh, two co-headlining shows, 
out here in Denver, um, which was insane because I don't even really re- release music. I'd made some music. I put it on my phone. Some people found it. Next thing you know, I'm co-headlining. I just came back from being a model in Istanbul, Turkey. What? Um, I mean, I I just started modeling like, you know, eight months ago at 32 years old. That's what's up. And now I'm out flying to Cape Town to, you know, start our community refrigerator out there because we already have one here in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, So, I mean, I'm just allowing, allowing the universe to do its thing. Um, you know, trying to, you know, leave more love where I've come to than, you know, how I found it. Uh, leave more love when I left than how I found it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just be present, man. It's blessings. Well, we're proud of you and to hear that um, you're doing these amazing things that your lifestyle, your vulnerability and recovery brought to you. Um, it just shows to everyone out there, it goes to show that if you trust yourself and love yourself and you're compassionate and patient and you do what you need to do to get to thrive, the universe always will greet you with beautiful gifts and beautiful opportunities. Just be open for the blessing. Don't deny yourself those blessings. Well, Brandon, I know you're a busy guy, man. We're in the middle of our work day. I want to just say thank you for um, making us um, being part of the brother um, brothers in recovery. Shout out to Sober Voices, Elisa, Mercy Bell, the whole crew, Quentin Venny, Chris Marshall, all of us. This is part two of our tribute to Eric Riaz. Listen, before we go, Brandon, you want to close this with any final words to Eric and his people and any final messages and thoughts? I'm just sending out all the blessings, all the love and all the positive energy towards connection. Uh, one of the things that, you know, and this isn't just speaking towards Eric Rias, but more towards our stories and I know our audience. Um, is the reality that, you know, the opposite of addiction is not sobriety. The opposite of addiction is connection. Um, and so one of the things I really just hold and invite each of my brothers and just each of these people on this journey is at any times, if you feel like you have to do it or alone, have to do it alone, or you are doing it alone, that's already the step towards getting back into a cycle that we are trying to expand from. So stay connected, be connected, love connected, you know, and uh, man, thank you sober for the way you're connected, man. Thank you. Friends and family, that's a wrap for our episode. Brothers in Recovery, Sober is Dope, Brandon, Anthony, over and out. Peace and love. Peace and love, man. Love you, man.
Oh, my God.